guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So yesterday, as I uh, introduced you to the prophet Elisha and that mantle passing on from Elijah to Elisha, we have got a very, very bizarre Old Testament story that takes place in the same chapter of chapter two. And it's one that we've kind of made fun of over the years, but I think there's kind of a cool little principle here. In fact, I was looking and I saw this, the pictures for this one would be kind of crazy, but I saw this right here where you've got someone who decided to draw a picture of 2 Kings chapter two, verse 23, where it's says, and he went up from thence unto Bethel, and as he was going up by the way, this is Elisha, there came forth little children out of the city and mocked him and said unto him, go up thou bald head, go up thou bald head. And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she bears out of the wood and tear 40 and two of them. What a beautiful story. It's a crazy story. We've we've made fun of it a lot. Um, But like I said, there is a principle here. So let me kind of break this down a little bit. So in that verse 23, you've got some footnotes. All right. So you got little children, first of all, um, where it actually, you click on that and it says Hebrew youths. These are not little children. So this is youth, or I don't know if it's teenagers or young adults or whatever it is, but, but what they're doing is it says they mocked. Now you click on that. It says the footnote is see topical guide mocking. You click on that a little bit further and you see, it says, see also persecution and profanity. Now profanity is not just swearing. We sometimes we lump those two together. And what it is, is when you're taking something that is sacred and you're making light of it. So you're mocking that and bald actually has a, a unique little footnote right here. It takes you to the crazy book of Lamentations, Lamentations 4.16, where it says the anger of the Lord hath divided them, he will no more regard them. They respected not the persons of the priest and they favored not the elders. Meaning there is mockery going on here and there is disrespect going on here. You've also got the place of Bethel. Now you go to the Bible dictionary, it says Bethel is house of God. Many of us know that formerly called Luz, which is a place of separation. But what it is, is it says it's one of the most sacred spots in Israel. And it was a sanctuary in the days of Samuel. However, as we talked last week about the sins of Jeroboam, Jeroboam selected it as one of the places in which to set up calf worship. So it's a sacred place that has now been very much profaned, like we talked about before. So the lesson here, I saw this and this made me laugh. Some of you have seen this. It's a made up verse of follow the prophet. Uh, Elisha was a prophet, didn't have much hair. So the children teased him, said his head was bare. Then came out the grizzlies, ate them through and through. If you mock the prophet, bears will eat you too. (laughs) I think it's kind of funny. There's a reason why they won't use that in the follow the prophet song. Kind of funny. But the principle then is this. Now, let me give you my translation of those verses. And the prophet of the Lord went up to a city that was once a holy place who were now worshiping false idols. And as he was going up by the way, there came forth youths out of the city and they mocked, persecuted, and profaned at him and said unto him, 
Leave us alone, old man. We have no respect for you or for your words. Now, as we see that, we see that going on. You know, I talked yesterday about the mantle that had been passed from President Monson to President Nelson. We love President Nelson. He is a prophet of God. We adore him. And sadly, not everybody in the world looks at him the way you and I look at him. They look at him as an old man. They look at him as someone who is rocking the boat on a lot of things there and is causing a lot of problems. And so there are people out there who are mocking the prophet. You know, as I was thinking about this, I thought about 1 Nephi chapter 11, where Nephi is being shown this panoramic vision that his father saw. You go to verse 34 and 35, it says, after he was slain, this after Jesus Christ was slain, I saw the multitudes of the earth that were gathered together to fight against the apostles of the Lamb. For thus were the 12 called by the angel of the Lord. And the multitude of the earth was gathered together, and I beheld that they were in a large and spacious building like unto the building which my father saw and you know that what they did in the great and spacious building is they were mocking those individuals who were holding to the iron rod it says the angel of the lord spake unto me again saying behold the world and the wisdom thereof yea behold the house of Israel hath gathered together to fight against the 12 apostles of the Lamb. So I think what you're seeing here, and I, and I don't think we're taking this story, again, on the surface, it's a silly story about, you know, um, the she-bears coming out there and a bald head. Yeah, but there is an underlying principle here. What happens when you do fight against and mock a prophet of God? There's a couple quotes here that I think are interesting. George Q. Cannons, this is an old, old quote years ago. No man, however strong he may be in the faith, however high I and the priesthood can speak evil of the Lord's anointed and find fault with God's authority on earth without incurring his displeasure. The Holy Ghost will withdraw itself from such a man and he will go into darkness. This being the case, do you not see how important it is that we should be careful? However difficult it may be for us to understand the reason for any action of the authorities of the church. Again, that's very relevant. We should not too hastily call their acts in question and pronounce them wrong. We see that happen a lot. Another quote from James E. Talmadge. Do you ever think of the inconsistency of raising your right hand in solemn witness before God that you will sustain certain men who have been called and ordained in the manner appointed of God as your leaders, as prophets unto the people, verily as revelators, and then, though perchance you come together and hear their words, going away and pay no attention to them might be one of the most common ways of quote-unquote mocking the prophet is we just do nothing about it when one speaks with power of his priesthood and in the authority of his office then what he speaks is binding upon all who hear you cannot we cannot pass by lightly the words that come by the way of counsel and instruction from the ordained servants of God and escape the inevitable penalty of that neglect. Now, you're not going to have 42 she-bears come out and rip you apart, but you do lose the spirit of the Lord. And that's a very, very dangerous thing in this world where President Nelson has asked us to focus so much on the concept of learning to hear the voice of the Lord, have the Spirit with us. It says, nevertheless, we have our agency, we may choose to obey, but we must take the consequences of that choice. And so again, this story, kind of a silly story, but the principle here I think is very, very relevant to our day with how we choose to treat the prophet and the apostles of the Lord in our day, and I know that's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. 
And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.